You're listening to the Natalie Parker Studio Podcast, episode number six. In today's episode, we're discussing how to make more time for your art. This has been one of the most requested topics for the podcast, and I totally get it. As women, we juggle so much, and often our art practice gets pushed down the priority list. So if you're wanting to make more time for your art, then this is totally the episode for you. Let's dive right in. Welcome to the Natalie Parker Studio Podcast, the podcast for women artists who are ready to pursue their creative dreams so that they can thrive both in life and in business. I'm your host, Natalie Parker, artist and mentor to women creatives around the globe. In this podcast, I'll share with you the strategies, principles and mindset that you need to build a purposeful and fulfilling creative business. If you're ready to be inspired, encouraged and equipped to build the art business of your dreams, then you're absolutely in the right place. Let's dive in to today's episode. Hey there artists and welcome to today's episode. I'm so excited to unpack this episode with you because I know that this is a biggie for us women, right? Finding the time to create is incredibly important. It is something that we desire and we want, yet it seems to be this big elusive thing out there that we're magically trying to gain hold of. Now, we have a lot of responsibilities and commitments in our lives, and often our art practice suffers for it. Yet, how much happier are we when we are spending time in our studios, right? It makes us more calmer, it makes us more patient, we're more fulfilled and we tend to show up to our family a lot happier and a lot better. So if that is the case, then why do we struggle to make more time for our art? Now I know this struggle all too well. For years I worked full time in a high demanding job as a secondary school art teacher whilst I was building my art practice on the side. As well as that, we were setting up, my husband and I set up a boxing gym, which we ran for three or four years. So I had to help him with all of that business stuff. I managed the gym, the memberships. We completely recouped a new lease building. It It was a huge task. It was amazing and I learned so much, but I had a lot on my plate. Then on weekends, we had family commitments, we had church. There are so many responsibilities. So where was my art practice going to fit in there? I knew that my goal was to leave my teaching job so I could be a full-time artist. So I had to commit to it. I had to find some pockets of time within my day that I could work on my artwork. So what I want to do today is I want to share with you 12 ways that I have personally learned how to make more time for my art. Now, when we're talking about making more time, it's kind of a funny thing to say because we think about making something as in producing something. We're not actually making any more time. We all have 24 hours in a day. What we are doing is we are making space for that time. So we are bringing things into our life to help up, free us up, to give us more time. And we're also removing things and distractions from our time to give 
the art, our art practice more of a position in our lives. So let's get right into it. The first way that you can make more time for your art is to decide how much time you actually want to spend making your art. Now I know this is kind of like rocket science now, but sometimes we have a goal but we don't specify it. So it might be like, you know, I want to I want to lose weight. And it's like, yeah, that's cool. Well, how much? Well, I don't know. I just want to lose a bit so I don't feel flabby. We need to be we need to be specific about it, all right? So it's like when we are using I want to spend more time in my studio. How much more time do you want to spend in your studio? How much time do you want to allocate in your week towards your art practice? Because we know someone do the math for me, do 24 times 7, but we know how many hours there are in the day if you want to add that up. How many of those hours do you actually want to spend creating? Now, when you're thinking about this, I want you to choose a time limit that is not too much to start with. Now, sometimes we tend to overcommit ourselves to tasks or goals, and then when we don't reach them, we feel worse. So I would rather you pulled it back. So say if you're still working a full-time job and you're coming and telling me that you want to spend four hours creating art a day, I'm going to say good luck. See how long you go for that. You might, you might push through for a couple of weeks, but you might also end a little bit burnt up. So be realistic in your time. Set something that you can know you can manage well now. See how it goes. And then if you can introduce more time in a few weeks or in a month, then do so. Okay, so just be gentle with yourself because you are creating a new habit. Uh, number two is to schedule it in. All right, make it a priority. We make everything else a priority. We schedule in our work. We schedule in when tasks around the home need to be done. We schedule in our husbands, our kids' assignments, all that kind of stuff. But do we put it in our calendars or whatever you're doing? Do you mark it down? Do you have a calendar at home that your family sees and you want to write in? Don't annoy mum or don't annoy your wife. She is in the studio from this hour to this hour. Make it a priority. Schedule it into your time. Okay, the third way that you can make more time for art, which is kind of a little bit um, around about abstract this one, but it's to work faster. Now, I don't have children myself personally, but I have heard of new creative mums, and if this is you, let me know, who have had kids and then suddenly they figured out how to work a lot faster and get a lot more done in a short amount of time. Now, I taught myself how to do this when I knew that I was going from my full-time job to stepping into a full-time art role, okay? I was a slow painter at that time. I was painting very detailed, delicate bridal bouquets and they would take me like a week to do. And when I worked out the math of how much I could make from that one painting, I knew that there was no way I was going to reach my income goals if I was painting at that speed. So I had to learn to paint faster. I also did other things. I introduced other income streams, which I'll talk to you about in another episode. But I knew I had to pick up that pace in order to get that artwork out. Now, the another way you can do that is you can work in a series and I teach my artists how to do this inside the confident brush and this has been a game changer the reason for this is when we go and work on one work at a time we get stuck and I don't know if you're like me but I 
probably spend more time looking at my painting than actually painting sometimes. So when we're stuck, we kind of just stand there and time is passing. When we're working on a series, we might work on a little bit of on it, especially if you're working in, you know, acrylics are great because you can work fast. Then you can go into a next work, you can start that one while the other bit's drying, then you can even go into a third one and you can chop and change. And the great also benefit of working in a series as well is that it stops you overthinking and you end up solving different ideas when you are working on different pieces at a time. So if you've never worked in a series, I encourage you to do that. And if you want some help with that, come and talk to me about the Confident Brush. The other way I worked faster is I did change my style. Now, I don't suggest this for you if you love your painting style, but I knew that I wanted to be a lot looser a lot more expressive and a lot freer in my work. So like I mentioned, I was working realist, real tight with my bridal bouquets and I wanted to go more into abstract florals and I spent a period of about 18 months figuring that out in the studio. So I taught myself a simple step-by-step -step process that I could paint abstract florals over and over again, which I've learned and I've used and developed now. And now I can paint so much faster. And again, if you want to learn about that, I have my abstract florals course that teaches that process. Another thing with working faster is sometimes I think that we feel like we need to have put a lot of time into something in order to charge a lot of money from it. Okay, so what I mean by that is if you go and do a painting, right, it takes you, say, half an hour, an hour, and it's amazing. You love it. You know it's good. And, you know, so I don't know, it's A3 size or whatever. You're like, this is great. I'm going to go and sell this for a couple of hundred dollars. And then the back of your mind, you're like, but it only took me half an hour. How can I charge someone $200 for something that took me that long? Maybe I need to work on it a bit longer. And we equate how much time we put into something to how much value it is. Now, if you've seen the Picasso drawings, there is this meme that goes around on the internet where someone does something, you know, Picasso did something really fast. He did a sketch of someone and it was, I don't know, 10 minutes or something and he charged, you know, like, thousands or millions or whatever and the person's like how are you charging that much for it and he's like well I spent years to learn how to do that <laughs> how to put those principles how to put those elements together how to draw that fast how to paint that fast how to create an amazing artwork so try to remove the concept that you have to spend a lot of time on your art for it to be successful the other thing I also would like to share with you is for me I don't spend a lot of time painting and I know that sounds weird but I probably spend one or two solid days in my studio a week. The other 80% of my time is building my business and marketing but when I am in my studio I am credibly productive. So I want to introduce, uh, introduce that as number four which is time blocking. Okay so when we go from one task to the next, we're chopping and changing, all right, we lose a bit of energy. So if you are, say for instance, you're getting ready for an art show, okay, and you've got to have 25 artworks for the show. If you paint one, put the hanging wire on it, photograph it, varnish it, do its label, frame it, put it to the side, repeat, 
start new painting and repeat that process you are chopping and changing so many times so with time blocking there's two ways of looking at it one is physically setting a block of time so like I'm going to spend three hours in my studio I'm going to do nothing else but paint the other way is thinking about the specific things you need to do okay so it might be that on this day in my studio I'm going to paint on this day I'm going to varnish on this day I'm going to photograph on this day I'm going to schedule all my Instagram posts so I don't need to do it every day and go mad okay so think of time blocking as an effective way to manage your energy when you swap from one to the other you're going to hop from one leg to the other you're wasting a lot of energy so time blocking has been an absolute game changer for me okay number five ways to create more time for your art is to hire help all right outsource that stuff and don't feel guilty for it all right I love this so when we were in Wellington I was still working full-time we had the gym we had all that stuff going on I was building my business we got a house cleaner now for me <laughs> I was like but I like cleaning my house and I like it a certain way and she can't clean it like me which was not true because she was amazing um, but anyhow having a house cleaner was great because that meant on my weekends the only time that I had available really to paint I could be painting I could be spending time with my family I didn't have to spend two three hours going around cleaning the house you know changing the beds doing all that stuff that needed to be done so hire help the other thing you can do is look at other ways to save you time in your life so it could be getting your groceries delivered now we do this the like for the cost of what is I think it's $15 a month we get our groceries delivered now if I have to go to the supermarket and get the groceries, by the time I figured it, I worked out how much time it takes. By the time I get there, go through the shop, go through the checkout, bring it back and unpack it, it's about an hour and a half. So if I'm grocery shopping every week, that is six hours, yeah, six hours a month, right? Rather than that, I pay someone $15 a month to bring my groceries to my door someone's going to go and get them from me in the supermarket it takes me like 10 minutes to go online and to order what we need plus you end up saving money because you're not going and buying all those random things that you think you need and you pull up so online groceries another thing you could do is your kids or family or your husband get them to go and run things around for you get them to go do the errands find time hire help where you need it I would love to get a personal chef one day, but hey, these are just goals, but do whatever you can to give you time. Now, it's not to give you time to, you know, just go and chill, but if you need to chill, that's cool. This is about making time for your art. So the fact that you've now saved six hours in a month from me going to the grocery shop, I can use that six hours to go and paint in my studio. The sixth way that I've made more time is to send the husband out with the kids. Now, I said I don't have children. I don't, but I do have a stepson. So when we were in New Zealand, our my stepson would come over on the weekends. And those were, you know, like the only time that I had off. Saturdays were my day, especially Saturday mornings, to paint. So my husband would take... Um, his son to the gym with him and then they would stay out bless him go to a movie he'd take them for lunch because he knew that I was painting he would give me that time and then you know they would come back and it was great because it meant that I had that uninterrupted time so get the hubby get someone take those kids get them away to give you some time 
The seventh way to make more time is to use your lunch hour. Now, I did this for years when teaching. When I, you know, when we have our lunch hour, sometimes I would go to the staff room and talk to people, but most of the time I was like, this is one hour that I have. I'm working all day. I'm running around after these kids. I'm teaching. My job's demanding. I have a responsibility to my job. Yes, absolutely. But my lunch hour is my time. So what am I going to do? I'm going to use it to build my business. So I would be doing things like um, my social media posts. I would be updating my website. I would be sending out emails. Um, Sometimes I went and did photocopying and things which I paid for. Do not use the money of your work. Not good principles. Um, What else did I do? I was also obviously an art teacher so sometimes I would physically be painting and working on my own work because I was able to do that. So use that lunch hour to work on your art or to work on your art business. Number eight is to get up earlier or stay up later. It really depends if you're a morning person or a late person. Now, I used to be a morning morning person, but at the moment, I'm kind of loving my sleeping in, so I would rather work a little bit later. It might be just that little, you know, that 10 minutes, that half an hour on either side of the day. Find some time that is uninterrupted where you work best that you can get into your studio and work more on your art. Number nine, the ninth way to create more time is to multitask. Now, we are women and good at this. And what I mean by this is if you are watching Netflix, and I love Netflix, do something at the same time. Okay, we, we're great at this. So if I'm watching Netflix, I'm usually in my studio. I'm either painting or I'm drawing or I'm updating something on my website. I'm doing two things at once and it's a great way to get more art into your life. So if you need that downtime at night, you know, the kids are gone to bed, whatever, you want to watch your Netflix or you're chilling with your hubby on the couch, get out your um, visual diary, your scrapbook, just draw. You know, you're going to love it. You're going to love the fact that you are creating at the same time. Number 10 is to say no two things that don't line up with your goals okay and what I mean by this is this has been a biggie for me now like I said we were when I was managing multiple things there were still all these invitations okay there were still family events that we were invited to friends wanted to go and do something and there were meetings that we needed to have for certain church events there was stuff all over the place and I knew that my responsibility was building my art business. I also knew that I needed to make time for my art and my own brain breaks. Okay, so I got really good at saying no to things that did not line up with the direction that I was going in. You do feel a little bit weird, I guess, turning people down and saying no to start off with, but you know what? They end up respecting you because you have boundaries and they look at you like you're managing your time well and you're aiming towards something. And then a few years later, when people see how far you've got because you've said no and you've done what you're going to say, they're going to be incredibly impressed. So get used to saying those magical words, no. If someone's asking you to do something that you don't want to do, to join a committee, to cook for someone, to go visit someone, to go with them on a certain event, say no. Okay, the 11th way that you can make more time for your art is to invest in an art course or a community. Now, those who pay, pay attention. Okay, now this has been a game changer for me. If I have wanted to grow in a certain area of my business, 
I put money down because I know that when I enroll in a course or a high ticket membership, I know that I'm going to show up because I don't like to mismanage my money. So if you want to make more time for your art, enroll in a course, join an online community like the Confident Brush that I have, whatever, because I tell you, you're not going to want to see that money being wasted, okay? Those who pay pay attention. Now the ladies inside the Confident Brush membership, when they've joined me, the reason that they were on the fence about joining was exactly this, because they didn't have the time. They were saying to me, Nat, I love it, I want to make more time for my art, but I don't have the time, which is kind of like a catch-22, right? However, once they have enrolled, they have found that time because it is a monthly recurring membership, all right? They see that money coming out of their account. They're in a community where they're held accountable and supported. They see the results they're getting when they're investing that time in their art. They see the results of their artwork when they're starting to find their style and starting to sell their work. So when they come to me with they don't have the time, I get it but I see them also find the time because it is important to them. So the 12th idea for you is I just want you to make art a priority. Saying you don't have the time, yes, I know we're all busy, everybody is, but if it's really important to you, if it's really significant, you will find that time. And if you would love to join a supportive community to help you be accountable, to help you with painting techniques, to get you supported, to help you put money on the line, to be accountable, to make the time to grow in your art practice, then you are absolutely more than welcome to join us inside the Confident Brush. And I will put a little link for that um, for you ladies inside the show notes down here. And if you have any questions about it, you are always welcome to DM me. I love that. Go, uh, come and join me on the, the gram, the Instagram, the Instagrams at Nully Parker Studio. Take a screenshot of this episode and share it. Jump in my DMs and let me know how much you've enjoyed it. Well, that is a wrap for us for today. Coming up next week on the show, we're talking about why it's never too late to pursue your creative dream. So if you feel like you're too old, you're too young, you're too overcommitted, or you don't have enough money or time to go after your creative dream then you're going to want to listen into this episode until then ladies keep pursuing your creative dreams and i will talk to you soon do you dream of having your own art business is 2022 going to be the year that you step out go after your desires and start to build the art biz you've been dreaming about for years If you are, but you also have no idea how or where to start, then you're going to love this. On Jan the 20th, I'm kicking off a free training series for artists called the Art Biz Startup Series. In this three-part training, you'll get clear about what you want for your business, you'll learn multiple ways to make money, and you'll learn my simple three-step sales system that you can use over and over again to finally get those art sales coming in. So if you're ready to finally do what you love, to be fulfilled in your days, and to have the extra income for you and your family, then you're going to want to register for this free training today. Click the link to register in the show notes below. I can't wait to help you turn your ARPA's dream into a reality this year.